It's my political weekly roundup. Uh, last week, I looked at Brexit and related matters. And this week, I'm going to uh, focus this podcast on looking at the fight that's happening now in the United States uh, to beat Donald Trump at the ballot box next year. The Democratic uh, nominations are are currently involved in a series of debates. Uh, there are 20 of them. Yeah, it's more like a baseball team, really. Um, but uh, they anyway, they had their second debate this week, and I took time out to give it a look on YouTube, and uh, it was broken down into two uh, sections. And in the first uh, section, uh, I spent quite a lot of time listening to all the potential uh, people who want to run for president. Um, Well, to be perfectly honest, uh, I found in the first debate, three of them uh, rang bells with me. And they were Bernie Sanders, uh, Elizabeth Warren, and some guy called uh, Burger... Butteridge, uh, pronunciation not too clever. Um, I want to have a look at some of the issues. Uh, the first issue that uh, they spent some time debating uh, was healthcare. And uh, being uh, a man from the United Kingdom, I grew up in an environment where the National Health Service provided free care for everyone. So if you were sick uh, and you needed hospital care, you walked in and they'd give it to you. Um, Sure enough, if you visited a doctor, children and the elderly and pregnant women were offered free consultation and free uh, medication. The working people free doctor's appointments, but they had to pay for their drugs. But basically the system was had, uh, was basically geared to a situation where if you had a need, it would be provided. The whole business was funded by taxation. Uh, Of course, taxation was quite significant and that system still exists. It's not perfect, but Basically, you can sit at home and rest assured that if you start developing chest pains and you need to go to the hospital, maybe because you're having a heart attack, you don't have to worry about, are you going to be able to pay the bill? Now, in contrast to this, the American system is all down to insurance. You must have health insurance or else you run the risk of developing a problem (coughs) are unable to pay for it and the consequences are you die it's as simple as that now (coughs) a a considerable amount of insurance is provided by companies for employees and although there are some merits in this clearly you can only be insured if you are working for that company. If you decide to leave, or uh, if you uh, are unable to continue work, 
in the vast majority of st- uh, circumstances, that health coverage will go. So it very much ties people to a particular company. The question begs, what about the rest of them? The people like children or unmarried mothers or the elderly. Well, they have a sort of system that I'm not truly versed with, uh, but given certain conditions, there are means by which you can get some cover. It's called Medicare. Now, the discussion amongst the Democrats focused on this issue, and Sanders and Warren were basically saying that they their, their plan was to have a universal coverage through the government and basically everyone was in the pot. Now, how to fund that? Well, certainly taxes were on the horizon. But basically, that was their plan. Now, a number of other nominees were very, very reluctant to go down that road. And they seem to be in in the same bed with the people who are pro-insurance in, 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 in relation to the provision of health care. Now, listening to them, some of them said, well, some people should be able to stay with their uh, company. Well, <laughs> that really uh, is uh, dependent on whether they actually feel that their policy is of worth. They may well be tied to that. So let's get it straight to the point. If everybody goes into the government scheme, then I can visualise that very few will be uh, pining for their private insurance with their company. And they'll also be free of the handcuffs that the company might be putting on them. But the number of nominees, as I say, who were really still with the current system, even though it means that the cost of health care is so abhorrent that people are dying because they uh, can't afford to pay the premiums or if they haven't got it, they can't afford go. It was disaster. And uh, there was one example uh, put forward uh, where uh, a person who needed insulin was taken across the border into Canada and managed to buy insulin at a quarter of the price in the in the United States, which just basically uh, clarifies the fact that the United States healthcare system is all about pharmaceutical and insurance company profits and has absolutely no relation to quality healthcare. So basically, the four or five who looked like they were uh before there to uh, uh, acknowledge uh trump's uh healthcare plan as being the best i i i staggered that in this situation we should have democrats who are, are, are running the trump uh uh promotion bid for a second term secondly and i want to go on quickly cuz i'm really 
the time's clicking. Immigration reform. Now, again, we had a number of nominees who seemed reluctant to take any sort of stance that means something. But uh, Boudicis uh, and Warren pointed out that I, I agree with that crossing a border after you've uh, travelled 2,000 miles to escape uh, violence is hardly uh, an act that one would describe having been made by a criminal. And so the crux of the matter is if people move into the USA illegally, should it be classified as a, a, a criminal offence or should it be dealt with as part of a civil action? Now, Warren, Boudicis and Sanders, of course, were fell back on the notion that if it is to be considered illegal, it must be dealt with in the civil courts, not through the criminal system, which then allows children, women and others to be locked up in dissent, dissension centres like concentration camps. But the number of nominees that were uh, unwilling, unwilling to put their stick their neck out and and, and say this clearly, uh, was abhorrent, really, and a disgrace, really, with regard to the Democratic Party. The question is, do they want to win the White House, or don't they? If they are just tinkering with uh, Trump's policies and making it slightly better, they're gonna fail because there is a personality to match him currently. And the last point that I want to talk about in this podcast was the issue of gun violence. Everybody was agreed that the rate of violence using guns in the United States was off the charts. Murders, serious injuries, and the fact that the NRA lobbies political representatives in Congress and the Senate to uh, assist them in encouraging more and more people to buy guns and so they get a nice little cut from the gun manufacturers and we're all happy. Again, I just can't understand this coming from a country where to have a gun is illegal. This right to bear arms, the Second Amendment, that the United States holds on to dearly, was passed, and let's get this right, was passed in 1791. This was after, after the War of Independence against the British. It 228 years old and Americans are still clinging on to this archaic law that was created at a time when the United States had just won a civil war and were apprehensive that the invader might return and that was what it was all about. Now in 2019 it has absolutely no bearing on the situation and it should be scrapped. The Second Amendment should be scrapped. 
However, was there any candidate nominated for the Democratic com com uh, nomination prepared to make that statement? No. They were all for tighter gun controls, tighter checks, background checks, banning assault weapons. This is, it's really like a, 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 a ripple in a swimming pool. It's like they're tinkering and they're never going to tackle the problem. Okay. I'm going to bring to a halt this podcast. It was certainly more than what I've just said, but that's my views on three very, very prominent issues. I'm going to do another one and look at the environment, and I'm also going to have a look at uh, the second debate where the Vice President of the United States under Barack Obama, Joe Biden, he was in the group of nominees, and I want to discuss what took place, particularly with reference to him, in that debate. And I will be doing that tomorrow. Keep listening.